Testing, testing, you hear it? Okay, today's daf is, sorry about that, today's daf is daf Lamed Zayin Omid Aleph. We are going to begin, the line starts with, Pursiv de Milsa, we're holding now, Om Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmuel. So, Om Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, Yusayimim, when it comes to Yusayimim, and the father now owes, the, the father was owed money, and now the Yusayimim want to collect the loan that was owed to the father, the halacha is, Ein Tzichim Prusbol, the Yusayimim do not need to have a prusbol. Chintanan Rami Bar Chama, Yusayimim do not need to have a prusbol. Why? The Gamliel, the Beis Dinai, because Rabbi Gamliel and his Beisdin, Zavim Shal Yusayimim, are the fathers, um, they're the, they're the Beisdin, they're the fathers of the orphans, meaning that all the matters that relate to Yusayimim are already managed by the Beisdin, including studies uh, and including um, everything, so there's no need for a prusbol because we said, what's the idea of a prusbol? You're giving over the studies to Beisdin. Over here, automatically, Beisdin is in charge of the Yusayimim. Tanan Hossam, now the Gemara brings another Allah in regards to principle. Tanan Hossam, we learned in a Mishnah, this is a Mishnah in Shviz. Perek Yud, Mishnah Vav. The Mishnah says, Ein Kaisum Prusbal, Ella Al Karko. Mishnah says that you cannot write a Prusbal unless the Malva actually owns land. Why? Because Rashi says that, what's the Svara? Rashi says because. Most loans were on collateral with karka. So now, if you want to write a prusbol, you have to make sure that the leva taka owns land. Now, what if the guy does not, what if the lender, sorry, the borrower does not have land? Then, so then, the Malve transfers any amount of his own field to him. So now he can write a prusbol. Yeah, How much is a kolshu? So he says, Even a stock of cabbage. As long as he transfers a stock of cabbage that the Leva owns, so now he can write a prusbol. says, Even if he lent him a place, um, which is enough just to put an oven and a stove for the leva. It's also a case in the love prusbol. You can write a prusbol. Okay, so now ask the Gemara, Aini, is this really so? Well, Tony Hillel, but didn't the Hillel teach us? This is, like Rashi says, this is not the Hillel, this is Hillel Lameda. So Tony Hillel says, Ain't case from prusbol, Elal Otsitz Nakibavad. Only allowed to write a prusbol only if the leva. Had even just a pot with a hole on the ground, which is mashma nakuv. What? Oh, so yeah. Oh, so why? What's the mashma nakuv in dafke that the pot has to have? It has to be a, a pot that has a hole that can serve um, on the basis to write a prusbol. Why? Because it's considered to be part of the ground because it has a, a, a hole in it. However, sheni nakuv. But if it does not have a hole in it. So then, lo, cannot serve as a, it can't serve as karka. So now he asks, and that I might why if there's no nakuv, why if the pot doesn't have a nakuv, why can it not serve as a karka? 
why can't this pot that doesn't have a hole in it um, not uh, not serve as the basis of a puzzle? Isn't there a place where the pot? The fact is, the pot is resting on a place. So, the, so why could this guy's pot, where the place is, why can that not serve as karka that's owned by the leva, or that's borrowed to the leva? So the Gemara answers and says, Leisicha, what are we talking about? The case is is the manach asike. The, that uh, where the pot is resting on like on like um, um, sticks, so the leva has no possession of any of the land at all. So what is Hillel teaching? So even so, if the pot has holes in it, it's considered to be part of the land and may serve to be uh, for a for a prusible. So basically, what was the question? The question one is we asked that. Um, he said a din that you can only write a, 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 a prusible if the leva has karka. So the Gemara says, and if he doesn't have uh, uh, karka, what do you do? So the malva is mezakim with karka. How much is that? So Rav said, even uh, a kruv. And Yudha says, even if he borrowed him, he lent him a place to put his tan on ikirayim, he could write a, a prusible. So we learned, Hillel taught us that you only could write a, a prusible if the pot that the leva has is otsus nokov bovad, which is mashman has to have a hole, but if it does not have a hole, then even if, um, then it doesn't work. So the fact matter why, the chedor, if the pot is, uh, is in, a, is in a, a place on the ground, so the chedor, that ground should, should belong to the leva. So the answer is no, because we're talking about that the pot is, has sticks on it. So, um, so if it has sticks on it, he's not, he's not using the ground. So the chiddush is that if there's a otzusnakov over there, then it's considered that he has part of a ground, part of a, a, a land, and it can be used for a prusal. Now the Gemara says, "Amaisa, Rav Ashi makin legidma the dikler." Rav Ashi would lend, he would lend money, and, we, and he wanted to, he wanted to write a prusal. So what would he do? He would transfer to the borrower this like stump of a palm tree that was still attached to the ground. The cost of a prusbal, and he would write a prusbal based on this, because now the leva owns a stump of a palm tree. The chachamim of the school of Rashi would transfer their chayvis to each other without writing a prusbal. How would they do that? They would say, you are a bezden, and the chayv is now given over to you. Rabbi Yenison transferred um, a matter, this matter by means of a statement to who? To Rabbiya Bar Abba. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yenison said to him, do, do I need anything else? Amalei, you don't need anything else. The fact that you said the statement, this is enough for, for, uh, to transfer the Chavis. Learn that Abraisa ain't like Karkom. If the leva has no land, but but the guarantor for the leva he has land, so the Allah is kaisin of prusbal. He can still um, write a prusbal on the basis of the land of the guarantor. Now the Brisa says but he and the guarantor. What if they have no land? However, but another person who's obligated to pay money to the leva he has land. So the Raisa says, Kaisunal of Prusbal, he could write a, a Prusbal, why? A famous din, everybody knows this din, Midrim Nasan, from the din of Rav Nasan. What's the din of Rav Nasan? This is a famous halacha called Shibuddha Rav Nasan. The Tanya was talking about Raisa, 
Rabbi Eimer, Rabbi says, From where do we know that when one lends, let's say, a hundred dollars, a hundred dinners, to his friend, and that friend lends another friend, also money, so what's the din? So, let's say Reuven lends Shimon money, so now Shimon owns Reuven money, but Shimon also lends Levi money. So, we don't say that Levi go pay Shimon and Shimon go pay back Reuven. Rather, Reuven, he goes directly to Levi to go and acquire. It's So he asks, How do we know that you are allowed to take away from the third party? That's what the Pesach says. And he gives it to him in respect to whom he has been guilty. So, and the, so the fact that the Pesach explains that the money is given to one, um, what does it say? In respect of whom he has been guilty, this teaches us that the money should be given directly to the one whom the only uh, money is ultimately owned. So in the case as well, the second Balchoiv uh, now, right? We said that the Leiva has no money. The Arev also has no money. But, but we said that the person who's Chayiv to the Leiva, he has money. So, the thing is that you can write a, a principle because Okay. How all the Mepharshim ask a Shiloh, what do I need to have a Pesach to teach me Dine Dine It makes a lot of sense. I'll be swatter. Why do I have a Pesach? Okay, all the Shiloh will tackle with this uh, question. All right. Tanan also we learned in the Mishnah there. Right in Shvist. The Mishnah says, Hashviz Mishametas Es Hamilva. That when it comes to Shvist, when it comes to the sabbatical year, so it cancels the debt, both for loans that were Bein Bishtar, Bein Shalei Bishmar. So, Again, when it comes to Shviz, Shviz is Meshamit, a loan, whether it's with a star, whether it's without a star. Um, when it comes to star, star So, he says that when uh, loans that were with with this star, it's referring to loans that were um, a note that contains a property guarantee. And when we say Shalei Bishtar, what does that mean? Shein Berachayis Nechasim. There's no Nechasim there. And Kolshik came Milvah Peh. How much more so? Alone by oral agreement, the Shvis be Mishdamet. Now, Rabbi Yechon and Shimon Lakish Damet Rabbi. They say that Bishtar, when a person has a alone with a Shtar, so Shtar Shein. What is Bishtar Shein Berachayis Nechasim? And Shalei Bishtar. What does that mean? It means Milvah Peh. Means an oral loan. Our Shtar Sheish Berachayis Nechasim. However, when you have by Shvis. And you have a star, and there has a chrayis nechasim. So, according to Yechonim Shimon, Shvis will not be mishamet. Tanya Kavu says that Yechonim Shimon Lakish the star chayiv that when a person has a star chayiv, so mishamet Shvis is mishamet. Im Yeshbar chrayis nechasim, but if he has, if this note contains property guarantee, then in mishamet Shvis does not take it away. Tanya Dach we learned another brayser. That if the leva specified one field for the repayment of his loan, so then the din is ain't mishama shvis cannot cancel it. But not only that, even if the guy writes all my property is pledged and guaranteed to you, so then ain't mishamit shvis does not 
Meshamet, even if he does not specify a field for the repayment of the halva, for the loan. Mar says a story, Kariva the Rabasi have a Leahu started to have a Kosibiachrais in the Khasim. Rabasi had a certain note that had a, a proper property guarantee written in it. So what happened? Also, the Rabasi he came before Rabasi and Amr he said to him, Mishamit in Mishamit, does Shvis Mishamit or not? Amr in Mishamit, it is not. So Shafki, he left Rabasi and was the Kamid Rabbi Yechelon. He came in front of Rabbi Yechelon and Rabbi Yechelon said, Mishamit does. Now, the Mara says, also, also Rabasi the Kamid Rabbi Yechelon. Rabasi came before Rabbi Yechelon and said to him, Amr Lehi, Mishamit in Mishamit, Amr Lehi, Mishamit. But wasn't it? Didn't you say that it's not mishamet? So he said to him, um, because we think that this should be the halacha, should we perform an action based on this? like him. Maybe that's like Bishamai who holds the Amri star, Aim League Base. As we learned this in, in, in before that, when you have a star which is Aim League Base, is Kugavindami, and this is why the loan is not Bishamit. It's considered as though the loan has already been repaid. And the Allah, as we know, is not like the opinion of Bishamai. We learned in the Mishnah there, and a person who lends money to another person, to another, based on a collateral. He gives money to a person, and the guy gives him a mashkin. Or somebody who transfers his notes, his star to Beisdin. So the din is ain't mishamit, shvis is not mishamit. So the Gemara says, when a person gives his stories to the Beisdin, so the Tafsil Hu Beidina. So when he, a person transfers the notes to the Beisdin, it's as if the Beisdin seizes the notes and they are able to collect it. But what is the reason why the Choyv is not cancelled when one lends based uh, lends money based on a Mashkin? My time, what's the reason why Shvis is not Mashamit? So Rava, Rava says, Mishum the toughest The fact is, is that the that the Malva has seized an item that belongs to the Leva, and it's considered as though the Choyv has already been collected. So Abaya says, if that's really true, but If this is so, then if a Malva loaned money to someone and lives in his courtyard, um, which that's going to be his collateral for the loan. So the Chayda, the toughest lay, since he seizes the courtyard which belongs to the Leveh, will you say in such a case that Shviz is not Meshamit? So Amalei, Amalei, he said like this, Shani Mashkin, Mashkin is very different. Why? The Because really a person who has to take some Mashkin, he's, he's kind of the collateral. And it's as if it's considered like the owner, like he's the owner so long that he's in, it's in his possession. Where do we know that the Balchayv is kind of the Mashkin? It says, and it shall be a Tzedakah for you. So Rabbi Yitzchak learns that from here. If the Malva does not acquire the collateral, so Tzedakah Minayim, from where is the Tzedakah involving in returning? He would simply be returning an item that's, that's to its rightful owners. So from here he learns out a famous din, Mikala Bachev, Shekena Mashkin. From here we see that a Bachev is Kena Mashkin. Tanan also we learned in a Mishnah over there. So a Mishnah in Shvis, the Mishnah says that.
In the case of a person who repays a choyv to his friend during shvis, so um, when a person repays a choyv to his friend during the shvis, Allah is the the um, has to, the malvim starts to say to him, "Mishamatani, I am being mishamat the choyv." And if he says. And the guy said to him, nevertheless, I want... In other words, the guy says, the Malva says, I'm being Mishamit. The Levi says, no, I want to pay you. So the Allah is, um, he may accept it from him. As it says, and this is the manner of the Shemitah. Omar Rabba, Rabba said, and if the Malva... And the Malvim, sorry, is permitted to lift up his eyes to him, hopefully showing that he wishes to accept the payment. Adam until the Leva says this, that he, he wants to repay him. On Rabbah's statement, he said, When he gives it to him, Rabbah says, says in the Brisa, when the Leva gives the Malva payment for a Choyv, that has been cancelled by Shviz, he should not say to him, I give this to you in repayment of my choiv. You should tell him, You should say that it's mine. I'm giving to you as a matana. So, what do we see from here? That the choiv is repaid only by, it has to be the initiative of the leva. So, I'm So, Rabbi said to him that the Malva is permitted to lift up his eyes to him, hopefully as well, until the Leva says that he gives it as a gift. But, but nevertheless, the initiative can come from the, from the Malva. I think says, another Maisa, Abba Bar Marta. There was a Maisa by a guy by the name of Abba Bar Marta. The who Abba Bar Minyemi, that he is known as Abba Bar Minyemi. Have a Mosik Beir Abba Zuzei. Um, whom Rabba was attempting, he owed Rabba, he, he owed Rabba money, he was attempting to collect a chayf. I seen in the Hali Bishvis. So he brought it to him in the Shvis year. So I'm So he said, oh, What happened over here? Abba Barmati, who's known also Abba Barmati, from whom Rabba was, well, he wanted to, Rabba was attempting to collect a chayf. He brought it to him in the year Shemitah. So what did Rabbi say to him? Rabbi said to him, it's, uh, it's Mishamit. Shaklin of Azul. So Abraham took the money and left. Asa Abaya. Abaya came. Ashkedava Atsif. Abaya came and found that Rabbi and found that he was sad. Why are you sad? He said, this is a story. That Abba Barmat understood his statement literally and he did not repay the Chayv. So what happened? Also, the Gabe Abaya went to this Abba Barmarto Amalini said to him, "I'm just losing the mar. Did you bring the money to the master?" Amalin, yes, I did. Amalin, my Amalach, what did he say to you? Amalin, Mishamadini. He said the words that I'm Mishamad. Amalin, Amarto lay Alpha became. So he asked him, "And did you say nevertheless I want to repay you?" So Amalin, he says, "No, I never said that." Amalin, the Amarto lay Alpha became have a shalkinim minoch. So Abaya said to him, but if you had said, but if you would have said, nevertheless, I want to repay you, he would have taken from you. 
Hashtamiyas Amtina Nahali. So he's told him, in any event, bring it to him now and, um, and say to him that nevertheless I want to repay you. So what happened? So what happened? This Abu Marmarati went and brought the money to Rabba and said to him, nevertheless I want to repay you. And what happened? Rabba took it from him. Omar at the end, Rabbi said that the Tamid Chachomim was not knowledgeable from the beginning, as it was necessary for him to teach him how to react. Okay. A person is, is, is believed to say, I had a prusbol of oven me many and I lost it. And he collected the chayf. My time was the reason. Since the Chacham instituted the Prusbal in a manner that allows anyone to write one without difficulty. So, in this situation, one does not leave aside a permitted item, in other words, collecting a Chayv after having written a Prusbal, and eat a forbidden item, collecting a Chayv without having written a Prusbal. When they would come before Rav with a case, where a Balchev who did not have a Prusbal was demanding payment of a Chayv after Shviz, Amale, so he would say to the Malve, Midi Prusbal, Hayulachov, Avad, did you have any Prusbal and it was lost? He goes, Mar says, in a case like this, we say the famous word, Psach Pichel Ilam, this is the whole Atenim of all the Atenim and Batitinim, open your mouth for the mute. Um, in other words, this is not considered like an intervention on behalf because the young are not allowed to give advice. It's just this is only like providing assistance for someone who is unaware of a claim that he should make. Okay, so now the Gemara says Tanan. The Gemara now learns Tanan. We learn Bechem Balchev Shemaytzi Shtar Chayiv, and similarly, a creditor who presents a Shtar Chayiv. So the din is that these chayvis may not be collected. What do you see from here? That even if a Malv himself claims that he had written a prusbah but it was lost, it's not accepted and the chayv is cancelled. So my answer is the time you learn how to chayv, somebody who takes out a chayv, Adkan the sugi of the prusbah, now we're going to learn a new Mishnah. In the case of a Evet Kanani, this is a Kanani slave, and this Kanani slave was captured. Um, now, so this, this, this Evet Kanani was captured, and what happened was is the Ayid, who had not owned him, Padu, redeemed this Evet Kanani. So the Mishnah says it is in the Shum Eved. If he redeemed him to be a slave, Yishtabit. So if this year redeemed him to be a slave, then he will be a slave. In the Shum Ben Chayden, if he was redeemed to be a Ben Chayden, Yishtabit, then he's not allowed to be a slave. Shem Begamil Eimer, Begach or Begach Yishtabit doesn't matter. Both in in any case, he will be a slave. So again, we're talking about a case where Eved Knani that was captured and a Yid who did not own this Eved, redeemed this Eved. So if the Yid redeemed him from Eved, so he has to continue being a Eved. If he redeemed him to be a Ben Chayrin, then he, he does not serve the previous master. Shemar Gamil says, in each case, he has to um, be Mishtabed. So the Gemara asks, 
What are we dealing with over here? If we say that the slave was redeemed before the first owner um, was miyayish, so then the shum ben chedin, even if the yid redeemed this, this the second yid redeemed this guy's ben chedin, why shouldn't he serve the original slave? There was no yish. Rather, you must say the mission is talking about after yish. So now the question is, if there's after yish, the shame ebed, even if the yid um, did not have a mind, had a mind that it should be nocha ebed, why does he be enslaved? After the owner was miyayish, of recovering him, he becomes not hefker, and he has his own freedom. So Rabbi Abaya says, actually the mission is referring to a case where the slave was the, the, really the slave was redeemed before Yush and it was before Yush so if it was before Yush Lushum Eved so if it's Lushum Eved Yishtabed L'Arabi Yishin Shum Benchein L'Yishtabed but if it's Benchein L'Yishtabed L'Arabi Yishin L'Arabi Yishin why? L'Arabi Yishin why can he not serve the second guy Lushum Benchein Parki because he cannot serve the second master because he redeemed him as a free man and cannot now demand that he become a slave. He also cannot serve the first guy because people uh, refrain from redeeming slaves. If they know that a, that a redeemed slave remains a slave to his original owner, they will see basically no reason to redeem this guy from captivity. Okay, now Abaya continues his explanation uh, to explain the Mishnah. Because he holds, just like it's a mitzvah to uh, redeem free men, so too it's a mitzvah to redeem slaves. And there's no concern that people will refrain from redeeming captured slaves. Rav Amarav says like this, Really, the Mishnah is la'ilam The Mishnah is talking about actually after the owner of the spirit. Now, ulashum eved. If it's for an eved, yishtabel l'rabi sheni. So if he, if if um, if it's l'shum eved, so yishtabel l'rabi sheni has to serve the second guy l'shum benchedin. But if it's l'shum benchedin, la'yishtabel l'rabi l'rishim l'rabi sheni. Why l'rabi l'rishim sheni l'rishim? We cannot redeem the second white or l'shum benchedin parki. Because he was redeemed as a free man. Why What's going to happen is every slave will just go and hand himself into Goisha troops and and he's going to go and play a trick and then he'll release himself from possession of his master. Meisve, they asked the Shaila on Rav's explanation. Amr lahan, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Kishim Shimon Tzaddik, has been chayin kachman Tzaddik, this is Havadim. So Zegdim are Bishlam la Baye, Mela according to Baye, Amr lefnei Yush. That's why it says Kishem. The Rav, Amr lachi Yush, Hai Kishem Mishum Mechiskil. Why would you say Kishem? It's not true. So Amr lachi Rav, I will tell you, Shimon Gamliel, Lo have a yod and my comrade Rabbanon. Really, Shimon Gamliel did not know what exactly the Chacham said. Vachi kamer lehu, and this is what they said to him. E lefnei Yush kamri say if you say. At Allah, with regards to a slave who was redeemed before his owner uh, was miyayish, this is what kashem is. But if you say that the case was after the owner was miyayish, then the reason then then the reason that I disagree is in accordance with chizkia. So the Mara asks, according to Rava, the Amar Lachiyush, Rava holds that 
The Mishnah is referring to a case where the slave was redeemed after Yush, or the Rabbi Sheni, and he will be a slave to the second master. So here you can ask, Rabbi Sheni, my currently, with regard to the second guy, from whom did he acquire the slave? Mishabe, if you say he acquired it from the captor, Shabi Gufimi, currently, did the Goyesha captor himself acquire the slave? The owner of the, second, uh, of the second master is contingent on his acquiring the slave from someone who himself had ownership over the slave. So the Marissa answers in, yes. He acquired ownership with regards to his labor. From where is it known that a guy can acquire another guy as a slave with regards to his labor? Moreover, of the children of the strangers who live amongst you, um, you can acquire. From here, we learn that Atam Kainimahem, you can acquire slaves from him, but Veloi Haim Kainimichem. But the Goyim cannot acquire one of you. In other words, they don't have the ability to acquire a Yid as a slave. And they cannot acquire each other as slaves. Okay, let's see. Okay, we'll, um, we'll stop over here. We'll do this tomorrow morning. All right, Mr. Shem, the, uh, the shir tomorrow morning we'll do um, right after Shachos, 8.45. And then the next shir, um, I'll try, I'm going to try to do it at 11 o'clock, Mr. Shem, 11, 11.30. All right.